What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 690 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, I'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week. We have a great question today from John, but before we get to John's question, I do want to thank today's sponsor, which is ZipRecruiter.com. So if you're trying to expand your team or maybe you're a solopreneur and you're trying to hire your first person, one of the best things you can do is go to ZipRecruiter.com because instead of posting a job description out there and posting it on all those different job sites, I mean, there's hundreds of them, you can just go from one spot ziprecruiter.com and post it there and they will send it out to all those different job sites, over a hundred different job sites for you to find the best candidates. They even have a huge database of potential candidates to do that work that you want and um, they're going to give you the best candidates. That's the cool thing. They do all the filtering for you. just makes it really easy to hire because hiring is a difficult process. You definitely want to find the best people as quickly as possible and that's why they're called ZipRecruiter. So check it out for free today by going to ziprecruiter.com slash pat. All right, now here's today's question from John. Hey, Pat. My name is John Nakarado, and I have a website called Nakarado Photography. I'm a professional photographer out here in Portland, Oregon. My question is, I have different specialties that I shoot from high school seniors to weddings to headshots to some corporate events, and I kind of have that all crammed into my one website. I've heard recommendations that you should specialize and really only have one target on your website, but I want to shoot all of those things. So what would you recommend? Would you recommend I have five or six different websites? And since I'm the brand called in like Nakarado Seniors, Nakarado Headshots, or completely break out to something different, just kind of confused on where to go from here so that when they show up to the website, it's all about what they are looking for. So any advice you have would be wonderful. Thank you for all you do and all the education you share with all of us. Appreciate your time. Take care. Hey, John, what's up? Thank you so much for the question. Uh, My answer for you is to stick with one website, but have specific landing pages for each of those different specialties. So you would have something in the navigation menu at the top of your homepage or some sort of menu where people can select, or you might even want to get to a point where on your homepage you have a really clear, easy call to action to say, hey, my name is John, I specialize uh, specialize in these types of photography, which one is most interesting to you right now, or which one uh, fits your current need? They click on that, and then they go to that particular landing page, which would then have, you know, your testimonials on it, your examples or portfolio and ways to get in contact with you and all that sort of stuff. And that's that's the way to do it. That way everything lives on one spot. It's going to be so much easier to manage. Now, I understand where these people are coming from by saying you should have separate sites because the more niche you are, the better. And I would say that that advice is great if you are in a business that's not a personal brand, especially if you're amongst all these different sort of sub-niches in the photography space. Um, you know, it would make sense to uh, have different, uh, you know, if you weren't the personal brand, behind all of it to have them sort of be different entities, if you will. But this is all under you, John, and I really feel like this is the correct answer there. It's going to make your life so much easier as far as tracking. And, you know, I would recommend that uh, perhaps you would also discover which ones are most popular for you or, you know, I know a lot of photography is very seasonal, especially for the wedding. So maybe during when people typically hire wedding photographers, you want to have that more prominent or, you know, the other cool thing about this is your email list. You're going to have one email list, 
hopefully, and be able to segment that email list. And there's a lot of a lot of cool things you can do with photography because I know from my own personal experience, I've kept the same photographer through my engagement photos to wedding photos to baby pictures and getting the new house and now doing professional photography for, for me, the same photographer the whole time. And it was nice that I only had to go to one spot to do that. And the cool thing about this is if you have one email list, but you segment that email list into different sort of stages, if you will, because, you know, all these things that you mentioned, um, maybe not the headshots, uh, that, that could be a separate thing, but still live on your website, you know, they lead into other things. So people, for example, who get weddings, uh, you know, you do their wedding photography and you have them on a particular list and you know that, you know, six months down the road, you follow up with them to see how they're doing or, you know, you're likely to follow up with them anyway because you're delivering their photos at that time or their negatives or even after a year. And you can see if, you know, uh, just mentioned, you know, this is a good time. Uh, I, I'm not saying that you should have a baby, but many people do at this time after a wedding, and uh, I'd love to hook you up with a discount whenever it happens, even if it's in the future. If you want to do you know, pregnancy photos or, or, or child photos or baby photos or anything like that. So there's a lot of cool things you can do with that in, sort of in, in terms of the timeline, and again, it's just much easier to manage if you're doing that on your own. Um, so yeah, just really, really getting into a, to the survey mode. I, I would uh, highly recommend with all the different sub-niches that you have, uh, reading a book called Ask by Ryan Levesque. There's some really, really cool things he does on the very first transaction on the website. And the trans- I'm not talking about a monetary transaction. I'm talking about the first interaction that people have on some of his websites. Help him determine what pages to serve next, what messages to send, what emails to send, what language to use, what offers to send, what products to sell. And it just makes your life so much easier when you know what people are most interested in. But um, I would stick, I would keep it all on your one website. It's just much easier to manage, um, especially when it comes to social media and sharing. I mean, you are the authority here. And by showing also that you have all these other aspects of your business, I don't think it's diluting your efforts. I think it's making everything else stronger because it shows that you have this expertise in all aspects of photography. And because people use the same photographer for a lot of other things too, it should all live in one, one place. So, John, thank you so much for the question. I appreciate you. We're going to send you an Ask Pat t-shirt for having your question featured here on the show. And for those of you listening, if you have a question that you'd like potentially featured here on the show, just head on over to askpat.com. You can ask right there on that page. And as always, we finish off with a quote. And today's quote is from one of my favorite people and a a definite huge inspiration to me. Uh, And this is Elon Musk, the founder of SpaceX, Tesla, and SolarCity. So here's his quote. He says, If something is important enough, even if the odds are against you, you should do it. Take care, guys. I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat. Bye. Hey there. Thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show. For now, at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, 
the Smart Passive Income Podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income Podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.